Welcome everybody back to Friar Talk. Today we're going to be going over this Guardian series talking about the Tampa Bay Rays matchup this weekend, uh, which should be a very exciting series where Potters are basically throwing their best three arms. Um, we get to see an insane matchup tonight, and then uh, we could see Blake Snell's kind of return against uh, against the Rays, his former team. So really, really exciting series coming up this weekend. But, you know, this past week, uh, first kind of test of this six-game stretch that's decently difficult. I guess you could say it's a 10-game stretch that's pretty important just because you're going against the Guardians, who many expected to be a playoff team heading into the season. Um, they were hot coming into that series. Padres take two or three. Then you got the Rays this next three games, and then you got the Giants for a four-game series right after they're coming off of a three-game series against the Dodgers. So a lot of important baseball right now for the Padres. We want to see them kind of heat up before you know the before the All-Star break, before the trade deadline, and kind of see where this team's at because right now they're a couple games out of the wild card, and it has been roughly disappointing for this Pretty disappointing for um, this duration of the season so far. Um, however, the lineup's starting to look a lot better. They're starting to heat up a decent amount. And in the Guardian series, they ended up losing that third game. But you can kind of point the finger at one guy for not for not ending this series in a sweep. So what did you guys feel overall about this Guardian series? What were the biggest takeaways? All right. So, yeah, I, I thought the Padres looked really good offensively. I mean, they put up a lot of runs in uh... – in this last game that they unfortunately lost due to a, a, an unfortunate start for Ryan Weathers. He only went one and two thirds, second time in three starts that he's went one and two thirds. And we'll talk about him a little later, but offense looked good. Uh, Michael Walker looked good again. Um, Padres were able to take two of three from the Guardians, and that was kind of the goal. I think coming into this homestand, I had said, you know, hopefully the Padres can go four and two against the Guardians and the Rays, and they're on the, the right track so far. Uh uh, we're recording this video the night of the first game against the Rays. It's going to be McClanahan versus Darvish. That's going to be a good one, hoping to take two or three from the Rays. But from this series, I thought the offense looked good. Fernando's keeping up his hot streak in June where he's looking like one of the top three players in baseball, the best defensive out, at least right fielder in all of baseball right now. Um, he's just doing things on the field that we know Fernando's been capable of doing, and um, everyone's being – Everyone's seeing it again. Everyone's seeing that he is, even even without steroids or whatever people thought it was, he is still one of the best players in baseball. And he's probably got the most swag and might be the most entertaining player in baseball outside of Shohei Otani. Um, but Juan Soto had himself an OK series. Manny Machado, back-to-back uh, -back nights where he goes deep. He's starting to heat up again. He's over in 1,000 OPS in his last seven games, if not close. Um Really, the only struggles I can think of in the lineup right now are Matt Carpenter, um, obviously Austin Nola. That's a given. Trent Grisham also. Uh, th there's something weird going on with Trent Grisham, man. I mean, I don't. I look at his baseball savant and I don't get it. It's like his expected batting average is it's low, but he's barreling. He's in the 95th percentile, percentile on barrels. And there's quite a few home, quite a few balls that should have been home, that would have been home runs in other parks. So it's like. Does he suck? Is he unlucky? Is it both? I mean, I, I don't know. There's, there's quite a few questions there, but um, I thought the Padres have looked great recently. They've won seven of their last ten, and really the only reason, I mean, they were they were a good start away from a sweep. So um, overall, it's looking up for the Padres. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, it, we have like a couple of holes in the lineup still. I think, you know, we could at the trade deadline – 
definitely need to get an upgrade at DH. Um, you know, you have Gary Sanchez at catcher, so you kind of fill that hole. And even then, you have Luis Campuzano coming back eventually. And, you know, maybe you platoon one of those guys into being a DH. But at the same time, I think, you know, Campy doesn't have any proven at the MLB level yet. So come to catching and you stick Gary at DH, that could work. But still think you need another lefty bat off the bench that can do something. And Matt Carpenter isn't that guy. Trent Grisham, yeah, you strike out a lot. But your expected batting average is also one of the worst. I haven't seen anything like that before. I, I was looking at it on Twitter today, like the baseball savant page. Um, their theory is, is like maybe he needs to pull the ball more. A lot of his deep barrel going to the deepest part of the park and just not getting out. So, hey, if he pulls the ball a little bit more or waits on it a little bit longer and takes it the opposite way, maybe he'll see some more success. But as of right now, it's just not helping the team out. I mean, if, hey, if someone's on third when he does it, it's a sad guy. But when he's just up to another. So, um Outside of like, yeah, Ryan Weathers was definitely needing to go down. Um, you can't have a fifth starter that can't go more than three innings. It's you're not going to be a great team. You're not going to make it to the playoffs with your fifth starter can't go more than three innings. And hopefully, I know Lugo threw a sim game and he went three innings the other night. So it looks like he's about to come back. You know, you could have thrown Martinez in there. You could have given a couple guys from. Triple A, double A chance. I know Jackson Wolf has had himself a really solid season. We were talking about it before we started recording. Like, all right, who could possibly replace Ryan Weathers if, let's say, Seth Lugo goes down again? You know, you got to give guys in the minor leagues a shot. There's a couple of guys having some pretty good seasons out there. Um, I know we got a couple college arms, uh, a couple guys that need to make their way through the system, like Adam Uzar and uh, Snelling. They have been on fire. Hopefully they get promoted to higher baseball because they're kind of dominating in the area that they are in. And the better development they get faster will kind of help us kind of, you know, if we want to extend people, hey, you know what? Let's send these guys to the minors on a little bit of an accelerated program. That way we have some rookie pitchers on rookie contracts and we can spend some money somewhere else. Yeah, and I feel like right now, I mean, we it's typically been like, question marks about the lineup and this is like the first time in a long time when we're talking about something else just because weathers has struggled a lot and the potters have good pitching outside of that i mean their pitching was the best in the national league or the best in the league in the month of may yet the offense struggled now the offense is kind of getting it going you're seeing ryan weathers he he gets option today um definitely i don't think we're going to see him for a while um he needs to work on some stuff i, I don't know if he's going to go double a AA or triple a or anything like that or they kind of do something similar to what the Blue Jays did with Alex Manoa, and they have him sent down and kind of like work on his stuff in the actual minor league system. Kind of similar to what happened to uh, McKenzie Gore a couple years back. I think that probably makes the most sense because he has shown that his fastball is just not effective at the big league level. Like it is so bad. He's just throwing high fastballs, and they are just getting hit after hit after hit. Like yesterday, he only got five guys out. He didn't walk anyone, and he allowed six runs. He allowed seven hits, and he got five guys out. That is that is really bad. And, like, he started out pretty decent this year, and then everyone kind of figured him out. They're like, okay, we got him. And it's become to the point where he was he was unpitchable, um, and that's what we saw this last outing. So, overall, I mean, I feel like that's been, like, the biggest takeaway of this series outside of the fact that the offense is kind of getting, the, getting it going a little bit. Manny's heating up. Tatis is heating up. 
Um, Soto didn't have himself a great series by any means, but he, you know, I mean, like yesterday, for instance, he walked three times and got a hit. Like he got on base four times. So it's not like he's just like struggling or slumping or anything like that. But he hasn't really been like destroying the baseball where we've seen Tatis absolutely carry at times. Um, they basically just pitched around Tatis. We might see some of that this weekend because team. I mean, like he's he's that hot right now. Um, and now Manny's heating up. Manny had a big game yesterday. Um, had the three run shot, and he's he had a home run. He had two home runs this series. So like, all of a sudden, everyone's kind of heating up. Bogarts maybe not having the power that he did early on in the season, but he's had great contact hitting. He's starting to rack up the hits again. He's getting hot. And then like bottom of the lineup, it's like it's the same guys. But now you've seen Gary Sanchez play well. You've seen a home run from Nelly Cruz. You know Grisham Nola. They're not going to bring anything, but Cronenworth has been all right. Kim's been pretty solid. So it's like the offense has been top heavy at this point. But that's kind of what we expected, and the stars are actually carrying now. So the offense looks a lot better. Also looks a lot better when you look at it from a number standpoint of, like, they were, like, last in the league everywhere, and now they're kind of starting to come back up. And I feel like we should expect that to continue. So overall, I feel like last week or so, it's been very promising regarding this team. And then this weekend, we get a we get a sick matchup where, okay, playing good baseball finally. Can you go and can you take two of three at home against, you know, a guy who's probably leading the Cy Young race and Shane McClanahan? And uh, what is it, Pat Eflin, I want to say? Is it Pat is his first name? Um, he's he's putting up a great year as well. I don't know who they're pitching on Sunday yet. Or sorry, Zach Eflin. Zach Eflin. Uh, he has a 3-2 ERA right now. I mean, he's looked really good. 8-2 and two record. Obviously, the Rays are falling out, so that helps. But you got Darvish, Snell, Musgrove. You got your big three. And I know Waka's – he's proven that he's like kind of been in that spot early on. But over the past three seasons, that's consistently been the Padres' top three. So you got those guys – you know, weekend series, primetime matchup. And then you're going to go into a series against the Giants and you end up taking two or three in this race series. You could leave the end of that Giants series next week above the Giants. And that would be pretty big considering where this team, how low this team struggles was, were early on. So overall, I feel like this team's, it's been very, very positive. And I'm, I'm happy that we're actually like saying that instead of being like, oh God, the lineup still sucks. Because like all of a sudden, that's not, that's not even our, really our topic today. It's just like weather's got sent down, man. So very promising stuff overall, I would say, offensively for this team. Um, and we are going to talk about kind of some trade candidates for the DH spot. You already talked about that a little bit, Chase, but it's just not cutting it. And I mentioned Nelly Cruz at a home run, but like Cruz and Carpenter, that combo at DH has been abysmal. It's been really, really bad. So we'll have an episode on that either tomorrow or Monday. Um, but yeah, any anything else that you guys are kind of thinking of for this, for this little stretch right here? I mean, I guess mostly the Ray series too, because that's, that's the big one that's t- starting tonight. Yeah, this is this feels like a really big series at this point of the season where the Padres are two games under 500 and I mean everyone expects them to be one of the best teams in all of baseball and they have I mean the record doesn't show that up to the point up to this point but their bullpen bullpen has been fantastic. Outside of Ryan Weathers, their starting pitchers have been pretty good. Uh Lugo's going to be coming back so he'll plug into that fifth spot. Hopefully he does what he was doing earlier this year. Um the the offense finally starting to heat up in their last 10 games they put up one five one ten nine three four six five and six i'd argue that over the past 10 games they've probably been one of the best offenses in baseball they've been heating up so um that's a pretty good sign as far as the offense goes there's only a few weak points that i can think of and i look at this lineup right now especially with the addition of Gary Sanchez. And I can, I think it's a much deeper lineup. I'm much more confident in our five through nine than I was two, three weeks ago. I mean, 
yesterday, I wasn't as confident in our five through nine just because uh, Sanchez wasn't in the lineup. Cronenworth didn't start the game in the lineup, but uh, overall, lately, I've been much more confident in the bottom of the lineups to be able to get the job done, and they've been efficient in doing it. I think something that's really helping the Padres right now is they're they're finally hitting the long ball. Uh, Gary Sanchez has been hitting a lot of home runs. Fernando's been doing the same. Manny's been hitting a few. Um, really, all they're missing is just more power from Juan Soto. He's still getting on base a lot. He's cooled off since he got hot, but um, some power from Juan Soto and even Xander Bogarts would be would be really really nice. And um, I think that's going to be key to beating the Rays, one of the best teams in all of baseball, if not the best in terms of their record. Uh, I believe they already have 50 wins. Wander Franco is doing good. Uh, their pitching staff is one of the best in baseball right now. So it's a big test for the Padres for sure. Big test for the lineup to see how they how they match up against this type of rotation, this type of pitching staff, and if they're going to be able to keep up with the Rays. Also, definitely a big a big uh, matchup for this for our pitching staff. You uh, Darvish and Blake Snell, I know, are both going. Is Waka going this series? No, it's Musgrove. Okay, cool. So, well, no, it is top three. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I mean, definitely big big pitching matchups for us, and these are the three guys I'd want lined up, and. Um, I mean, if we can leave this series at 500, I'd be, I'd be really happy. Yeah, I think you at least need to take two out of three. Um, these next two series are kind of major for the Padres. One, you got the Rays, and it's like, okay, can you play ball against the top teams in the league? And if you can't, then you're going to have a problem. And the, uh, the series after this, you got the Giants for four games. And you you, are, you have to switch spots with the Giants at that point. You That's your way to make standing. And if you don't do that, you're kind of putting yourself in a deeper hole by losing a series to the Giants and putting yourself further down the standings. I mean, these next two series are, I don't want to say vital, but kind of vital to the season. I mean, you got to beat the race. You got to prove that you can beat some of the best teams in baseball. I mean, yeah, you really don't have to do it now. I mean, it's more important that you do it in, you know, come October and November. But at the same time, if you can't beat teams in baseball now, you may not make any headway or leeway in the standings. Like, you got to you got to beat these teams. Yeah, I'm all there, man. And I, I think it's a good spot because, like, we're seeing this team heat up, and now it's a – they're not in a comfortable spot. They have to win. They have to play really well all the way through the season and after this little stretch it's gonna it's gonna be a couple pretty light weeks but like you need to get it going now and you need to then take care of business and and start to get a gap on some of these other teams because Padres start out slow right a bunch of these other teams did too Phillies Cardinals are the big ones in the NL Phillies have heated up too Phillies are playing well they're they're ahead of the Padres by a game and a half right now in the standings and then you have some of these other teams like the, the Marlins have kind of started to cool down they had a little bit of a losing streak a while back um, same thing with the Giants, you know, the Brewers, stuff like that. But then there's other teams that are heating back up. The Reds have been playing really well. Um, I mean, they've looked really – they've won five straight, and all of a sudden, like, they're ahead of the Padres right now. So it's not like the Padres just have, like, oh, they play pretty well. They'll have a shoe in. All of a sudden, these standings are kind of getting a little bit more interesting because there's a lot of teams in the mix that are within two, three games of each other. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But I, I think that's probably it for this one. Um Hopefully, hopefully tonight's a good game. I mean, a win tonight would be huge, but this is definitely the toughest game of the series. You can you can lose tonight and still end up winning the, the next two games. Um, Blake Snell, it's kind of funny. I was thinking about this earlier. He gets so much shit from the fan base. And if you look at it right now, he has better numbers than Darvish and Musgrove. 
And if you just listen to people's opinions on Blake Snell, you would not realize that. But he's he's a sub four. They're both above four right now. So we'll we'll see how it goes with him. But it seems like he's kind of turned the corner and he's going to be second half Blake Snell that we've seen because his last four outings, he has been spectacular. He's allowed two runs in the last four outings in like, I think it's like 18 or I think it's like 22 innings or something. He's been he's been ridiculous. So I think we're going to see a, a kind of nasty night from Blake Snell on Saturday night. And today's big because we've seen when Darvish gets to go ace versus ace, I feel like that's when he's at his best too. So taking this series two out of three and then going in and taking three out of four against the Giants, and then you have that light schedule, we could be feeling a lot different. Now, if that doesn't happen, it's going to be kind of the same disappointment that we've felt overall overall this season the first couple months that, that we've been watching. So I think this is a big stretch right now, and I, I think we all feel that way. I think anyone listening feels that way as well. So hopefully they get it done. But I think that's probably going to do it. So thank you all for listening. I will have some stuff about it, about the DH up uh, tomorrow, I want to say. Um, and then we'll do a series recap as well on uh, Sunday night. So I think it's going to do it, though. So thank you all for listening. And hopefully the Potters are able to take two out of three. Let us know your predictions for this Tampa Bay Rays series in the comments, in the reviews, wherever that is. But we don't hear what you guys are thinking. So let us know. And hopefully they get it done.